0: Feeling kind of political. Actually, we'll do a news segment. Do Twitter. Let's go see what's on Twitter. Hmm. Uh, um. I don't know. Okay, my OBS is being weird, but uh. Yeah, okay. Trending. Jordan Peterson, of course. Uh,
1: Canada has... Hashtag Canada has fallen. Hashtag worst president ever. Solid. Okay, we'll talk about these. Jordan Peterson.
0: Um... Uh,
1: we got we got Alex Jones here. Was a he horrible
0: demon, just like Glenn Beck went and married a Mormon to get the Mormon money to have the Mormon cred? Two years before he married that lady, he was a shock jock praising abortion, calling up other talk show hosts saying, "I heard
1: this guy is so annoying-looking. I I feel like I feel like he he would just be incredibly racist to me. Like if I ever met him." Like I wouldn't say anything to him. Like if I if just a random person on the street, I feel like he would like I don't know. Maybe that's just the the, you know it's just me. I don't even want I don't want to watch Alex Jones. I wanna Um Oh okay, so I heard about this. Um so Ethan Klein, H three H three Productions, uh removed his Jordan Peterson views. Uh, or videos uh, because he like interviewed him like a long time ago. And uh, here's what he said about it. So he says on Twitter uh, years ago, I interviewed Jordan Peterson before I was familiar with his politics. He was an interesting guest who I enjoyed sitting with, but especially now I can see he's a dangerous gateway to the alt-right transphobia and COVID misinformation. I removed both interviews today. So, my take on this, and this is kind of like builds on some of the stuff like we were talking about yesterday, um, and I don't even have a recording of that because I don't have the vod because I hadn't enabled vods on the on the stream. But, um, basically the gist of what we were talking about yesterday is a, a similar vein. Um, wh- who who has a responsibility when it comes to misinformation? Is it the individual who is um? you know who is who is giving information out is it the platform that they are you know have a contract with or the the platform that they're using to spread that information and uh like how like what should the repercussions be and like who 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 should hold the blame and like how should we address it basically like um I know that YouTube has like every time COVID is even mentioned in a video, um, or like that's a central theme of the conversation, um, it gets flagged and then they get the little like COVID link and it, it redirects you to like local healthcare, uh, authorities. And that's what happens.
0: Um,
1: and, uh, yeah basically so so it's just like redirects you to local healthcare care authorities uh and so ethan klein i think is taking like an interesting stance on this um where he's kind of like just removing jordan peterson and this is where my argument is is that for people when the, the platforms that we subscribe to don't take responsibility for the content that's exists on their platforms um then it kind of falls either on governments or on the content creators to like regulate their own content. And if they see something that's like dangerous or something that could lead to um, behavior in terms of like being alt-right, then like 100%, right? Like that should be something that... um that should be explored right that, that that should be something if it's content that is dangerous right like ethan klein saying right here um it, it you know it's a dangerous gateway then like maybe it should be something that either the stream the you know the content creator in this case uh ethan klein um or the platform or the government has to do the platform has already kind of done its bare minimum thing of like putting up the low warning or whatever about misinformation like you know, maybe like it, that. Maybe that gets like one or two percent. I don't know the numbers, but like maybe that gets a couple people. But you're still spreading the misinformation. So this is an interesting thing because I I I agree with it, but then I think that there's also going to be people who push back on this decision to say, "Oh, you're just silencing um, Jordan Peterson, and you're just like." N- You're looking for ways to remove his content, but I I think we should recognize the harm that Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson Ben Shapiro these these people have on the world and how harmful their views are um, towards other people. I think that it for a long time, and I was in this boat, too. I like Joe Rogan. I used to listen to, like, podcast clips back in the day. The, the actual podcast was way too long for me. But, like, I, I you know, just being, like, young and, like, I did not have, like, the attention span. And I want to focus on podcasts when I listen to them. So, like, I did not have the attention span for him. But I listened to his clips, and it was definitely, like, enjoyed it because it was, like, the average man asking questions to experts but when you have a when you have a content creator who is bringing on experts that are spreading misinformation then whose responsibility is it to regulate that whose responsibility is it to say to push back on that to stop people from cuz you know like i think that i think that everyone in the world needs to be a little bit more skeptical about information on the Internet. I grew up super online, right? I've been on the Internet for a long time, most of my life. And so I've learned in my experience, like to fact check things. If I see a story on Twitter, I I usually like look, look through a couple sources, right? I, I like to see that things are uh, uh what's it called like i like to see a variety of like sources on something i like to see that things are fact checked um yeah it's it i'm not i'm not the biggest h3 h3 podcast um or h3 h3 productions listener viewer uh i don't have anything against him uh, I think, like, you know, he's just a content creator, never really, like, tried his content or, like, tried to, like, get into it. But I do know that, like, him having guests like Jordan Peterson on um, can be harmful. And maybe in the in the past you can excuse it and say this is freedom of speech and it's really cool to get a diverse set of uh, opinions and stuff. But when you get into the point where these people are causing, like, direct harm, it's not... Um, small bits of information that are gonna just you know this this information like that there's this misinformation is not oh the the earth is flat you know that's not really harming anyone besides i i I know um i know my my roommate mentioned to me that there was uh someone who like put himself in a rocket and like ended up um killing himself because he wanted he thought the earth was was uh, flat and he wanted to prove it and now like he came up with this justification to prove it and and went out and, and died so I'm not saying that it's completely harmless like flat earth theory but on uh, on the whole I think that people are allowed like can believe flat earth and <laughs> we can just make fun of them and that's that's okay with me but if we look at the covid uh, deaths worldwide we're looking at
0: 5.52 million
1: um and that's a lot of people who are dying every day and 5.52 million people have died because of this pandemic which is like globally affecting people there's no i don't think any part of the globe you know is, is free from from this besides super remote areas but but it's it's um it's very hard for me to feel the same way about how Joe Rogan entertains flat earthers versus how Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson are like pipelines to the alt right to transphobia to covid misinformation which harms people cuz transphobia harms Trans people, alt right beliefs and things harm the working class. You know, so when it comes to society and how I like my thoughts on it is that you should be able to exist in a world in a society. You know, we live in a society. You know, the 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 society memes, but like you should live in a world in a society where the primary goal of everyone should be to protect the health and well-being of themselves and then the people around them about like you know every human should have the right to live and you know the right to a good life um and uh people like ben shapiro jordan peterson and joe rogan no matter how you know how much we liked them at one point, or how much their their content you know was was good and got us out of hard times, it it still is harmful. And uh, so so when I see this uh, with Ethan Klein kind of removing these, I think it's gonna be a double-edged sword because he's gonna get some you know again no no publicity is bad publicity, and I don't think that's what he was going for here, but. Um, I think what Ethan Klein is is going for here is to remove this information. He recognizes the harm that it causes and he doesn't want it to be up because, you know, maybe the podcasts are old and years ago, you know, and maybe the viewership isn't. But people are still going to have access to that content. So as a content creator, I think that's a very responsible thing to do. But I 100% can see all those Frickin' conservatives and alt-right nerds, um, typing away at Twitter saying, um, that, uh, this is, like, suppression of freedom of speech, and that this is, you know, slippery slope arguments, which are all, like, um, you know, (laughs) slippery slope arguments are the worst arguments ever, um, because it's just a way to deflect and end the discussion. It's just a way to say this will lead to this without actually like there's no, you know, there's no causation. There's no like there's no research or any data to back that up. But you can say, oh, before enough time. Right. And then if you're able to draw these logical connectors in your brain, you you can justify that. So I hate uh, slippery slope arguments and I try to avoid using them. Um, and by I try to avoid when I do use them I I hope that people call me out and tell me I'm wrong um but yeah so so that's that's my thoughts on the on the Ethan Klein um Ethan Klein drama uh you can see all the twitter replies probably getting bombarded but um yeah you you got some people saying that like you know he still has um podcasts up where where he says the n-word uh and says the f-word uh so you know as you can see on screen i'm just reading out for the audio listeners but uh i i think that you know it it becomes it becomes an interesting thing where it's really if there's no regulation from the government or if there's no regulation from platforms it will really fall into the hands of the content creators. And honestly, I, I support it for, for H3H3 productions and for, for that decision. I think it's responsible. I think it's something that I would do if I was in his position. Um, however, I do think that he anticipates backlash and that's going to be a thing. So hopefully, you know, he has to, uh, you know, Yes, to do it. And you see this person below says it's because he actually regrets one of those things and not the other. And and if you go listen to those those podcasts, you can kind of go see some more of those. But I do remember hearing about that podcast back in the day. It was more to make a point. I don't think it's a great way to make a point to use um the N word and, and kind of like I don't think that's a great way to approach that, but uh definitely something uh to you know keep in
0: mind okay moving on
1: uh canada has fallen is hashtag candidates has fallen is the next um the next meme on Twitter. I'm gonna skip this. I I wanted to do it, but I'm gonna skip it. There's just a bunch of Trudeau memes, which I I think like Trudeau deserves to be um, critiqued, but I I don't think any of these are constructive, and I don't think that. Um, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I see, I see like someone saying here, here's a list of three things no Canadian has experienced since the pandemic began. Uh, Communism, fascism, totalitarianism. And that's things that uh, Canadian, no Canadian has experienced since the pandemic began. When you use these words in relation to vaccines and masks, you sound stupid. Stop it. Hashtag COVID-19. Hashtag Canada has fallen. Hashtag Canadian poly uh and that's uh, from at d- on uh on twitter for the audio listeners but uh yeah no i don't um i don't know why this is trending but this seems to be just like a con- conglomeration of ideas and um on that take 100% um a mask mandate is a public health measure to ensure the public health of people we live in society if you would like to not wear a mask, if you would like to not have mask mandates, then you know, go live go live isolated. And you can't get your McDonald's, you know? It's gonna be really sad. You're gonna have to hunt your own food. And the thing is, is the funny thing about that that ideology, like what I just said, Is that there is actual people who exist who will be like, yes, I will go and, you know, (laughs) they'll unironically be like, I'm going to go live in the wilderness and I prepare for that. But I'm not going to like I could, you know, I could go do that, but I'm not going to. You know, I'm just going to talk about how I'm going to do that. And I think that's a very particular type of person. That I I, that usually is the one who says that we live in a communist fascist totalitarianism totalitarian uh, regime in Canada because of lockdowns and vaccines and and masks when um, all of these things are just intended to keep people safe and to minimize the, the load on the economy. Yes there is a profit motive i think that there is an economy to preserve but i think compared to the united states canada is going into lockdowns which to me signals that we are at least on some level taking things seriously and it sucks i can be the first person to tell you i have not been able to go to the gym i've been doing (laughs) pull-ups my door frame which is like falling apart I have been stuck in my room for like a week or t- three weeks or something. And to be honest, I've spent more time indoors in the past two and a half years than I have like ever in my entire life. I love being outdoors. The amount of times I've gone outdoors have been during lo- non-lockdown times. And uh, and and it's always been very limited. Um, and And it sucks. But these are the things that we need to do. Because we live in a society, we live in a society where we live together, and we should care about each other and each other's health. Because I don't want to get COVID, because maybe I'll survive because I'm a 22-year-old young, healthy person. Who who knows? Maybe I might die. But let's say I'm 22 years old, I'm healthy, I don't want to go and kill someone's grandparents. Or parents. Or anything. It's a mask. It's a vaccine. Go get it. I'm boosted. I got boosted a couple days ago. I'm still like a little, you know, like I, I don't want to like say that I'm like 100% because I, I, you do get sick from the vaccine. It's, it's just like flu symptoms and headaches and, and muscle aches and stuff like that. Um, but it all goes away. I'm like day two, uh, 11 p.m. I got it like two and a half days ago. Totally fine. So stop being a baby, grow up and go get your vaccine. Um but yeah, I'm not going to go
0: into the Canada has fallen Twitter slop. Um Um
1: Yeah, we got uh, worst president ever is actually I thought I was going to be talking about about Byron Joe Byron? What's up, baby? What's up? Um, I thought he was gonna be talking about Joe Biden, but it's it's all um Donald Trump. Liberal Twitter is at it again. We had uh Times, uh Time cover. Uh Worst President Ever. How Donald Trump has disgraced the highest offices in the nation. Divider, liar, rapist, thief, usurper, manipulator. Collaborator and traitor. Uh those are the words that are, are said next. Year. And and I'm not fond of him. So uh I think that he has a particular way to um make people feel like he's on their side and, and make like he is the ultimate Republican, the ultimate conservative, where he's able to make people believe that He is like, hold up, I I can show this. Um, He's able to make people believe that he is a good person and that he has the interests of the working man there, and he doesn't. Sorry, he does. He absolutely does not have the interests, and he never did. He has his own interests he came into the off like into the into being the president benefited only himself and then continued to do that for the entire time he was there and then while he did that uh you know he is the shitty person and i i i actually just don't i despise him and the idea of donald trump just pisses me off um but yeah Uh okay that's twitter i'm done with twitter i only have a certain amount of you know patience for for twitter here um i just got depressed